Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is the Tyler Morgan Show on Relentless Daring Media Network. Welcome back to the land of bourbon and bad decisions. This is the Tyler Morgan Show on Relentless Daring Media Network, and my music is still playing in my ears, apparently. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so today has been insane. I've done zero show prep. I don't know what I'm talking about, which, yeah, that's usually the story of <clears throat> this podcast, is I don't know what I'm talking about. But anyways... Whatever, it's probably going to be a free-for-all. I'll just be perusing through my phone, seeing what's up on uh, Spin Quark News and uh, talking about it. But before I get into all those shenanigans and hijinks, please, please remember the good folks at American Pride Roasters Coffee. Yes, APRCoffee.com, home of some of the finest blends of coffee for sale on the interwebs. Um, again, I will tell you my favorite flavors. The Frederick Douglass, which it's Black History Month. So remember, Frederick Douglass has his own blend of coffee at American Pride Roasters. I am also a huge fan of the Teddy Roosevelt and the uh, Thomas Paine. Now, there's two types of the Thomas Paine. You have the original, which I'm sure it's fine. I've never had it because I'm a fan of the Age of Reason remix, which is like 100% robust beans with like double the caffeine of the original Thomas Paine blend. So please check them out. Go to aprcoffee.com. Uh, when you submit your order there in the special instructions, tell them that you heard about aprcoffee.com from the Tyler Morgan Show. And remember, this is not a paid sponsorship from American Pride Roasters because ACAST says that I cannot have my own individual things. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so... Remember, go to aprcoffee.com, American Pride Roasters, historically great coffee. All right, so in the world of crazy, like I said, today had was I had to work today, which like every other Saturday it feels like I have to work. Um so, but today was just exceptionally busy for me, and so I had like no time to do any kind of show prep whatsoever. So, um, yeah, how about that Chinese balloon? Yes, that's right. It was a love note from Fang Fang to Eric Swalwell sent over here floating on the jet stream. Um, it only took what they started talking about on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, four days. It took four days before it could finally get shot down. And it's, it's funny because 
you would think, okay, we know it's from China. It appears to be some kind of spy stuff on it. You know what? Let's just let it continue to float over, you know, Montana, you know, with these wide open spaces. Because, you know, we don't have anything sensitive in Montana, like nuclear launch sites. Um, you know, from Montana over to North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska. Nebraska doesn't have anything there, you know, except for um, off an Air Force base, you know, where, you know, George Bush finally landed after 9-11. Yeah. Nothing important there at all. Over Missouri, you know, because, you So if it floats over Whiteman Air Force Base and it can take pictures of, you know, our stealth bombers, I, oh, yeah, they know we have them already, but yeah, who cares? Uh, Kim in the uh, chat room says, yeah, we are a laughing stock. And, and here's the dumb thing. You, you want to talk about how your your political alignment shows how you reacted to news that there's this Chinese spy balloon floating over the country. Um, I didn't see who it was, but I think it was on Facebook I saw this, where somebody had taken a liberal on Twitter hours apart not days apart, not years apart, months apart, hours. They had gone from, ah, oh, Republicans are saying that we need to shoot the balloon down. Maybe they should listen to the military. Maybe they should let them know what they're doing. And then a few hours later, the Air Force shot down the balloon. Oh, thank God for Joe Biden. Oh, goody. It's like, Wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. Correct me if I am wrong. You just said like 10 minutes ago, the people saying this should happen are dumb. And not only that. Oh, well, we, we, we should just let the military you know, come up with the best decision because they're the military. It's what they do. And then when the military does exactly what the Republicans are saying they should do, those Republicans are so stupid. How dare they? Oh, my gosh. Like the Yeah, Kim says it should have been shot down the moment it, it ended up in American airspace over Alaska. Yeah. And one of the big concerns that came out of all of the uh, coverage of it. Well, we, we, we don't want to shoot it down over, over populated areas. You had all of Alaska. All of Alaska. See, I don't know if you realize this. Alaska takes up almost as much landmass as the entire continental United States. It is not a small place. It's not Rhode Island. It's not New Jersey. It's freaking Alaska. It's the reason why if you get 
an Alaska king-size bed. You're looking at a bed that's like 10 foot by 10 foot. They're huge. But anyways, you have all this. Or when it was over Canadian airspace. I get it. I get it. Old Justin Trudeau, he is a uh, card-carrying member of the Communist Party. I mean, you look at who his dad is. No, no, not the uh, the previous Prime Minister Trudeau. I'm talking about his real dad, Fidel freaking Castro. It runs in the family. It's the family business. Oppress, occupy, destroy economies, oppress your citizenry. <laughs> yes, the old Castro creed. Um, you could have spoken, worked with the Canadian military, or hell, just... Hey, Canadian military, can we send our jets into your airspace over the freaking Yukon or British Columbia over the Rockies where there is nothing there and blow it out of the sky? No, no, they could down over Montana, which is 50% mountains, 49% open prairie, 1% population. Okie you go down it there. As soon as it come across the border, F, F-22s, F-15s, whatever, gets up on it, blows it out of the sky, it's done. Nope, 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 nope. That makes too much sense. We can't have that in this government. No, sir. I was in the military. If it makes sense, you don't do it. Um, And it just kept going. Like I said, it goes from a lightly pop, a light density populated state over several other states that have light population densities where there's plenty of open space you could drop this thing. And then as it just goes, it just gets over more and more densely populated states till it's over coastal South Carolina. Nobody lives anywhere near the coast of any state. Whether it's California, Washington, Oregon, Texas, all the way around the Gulf and back up to Maine. No one lives on the coast. So they shoot it down near the coast of South Carolina. It's like, are are you freaking kidding me? And I understand. I do understand the, the need for, okay, we need to be able to respond quickly, to be able to you know, police up the wreckage. So we need to have a good idea of where it's at. But at the same time, you're allowing a foreign adversary, because let's face it, China is a foreign adversary. No, no way around it. I mean, they have for years been penetrating our, you know, tech industries, manufacturing. They've been offering sweetheart deals to American manufacturers to go to China on one condition. Hey, uh, this uh, wonderful, wonderful uh, proprietary technology. Yeah, we you need to give us all the schematics and plans and show us how to build it because that's part of the pay that's part of the uh you know pay to play to work here in China. And then they do it and then 
I don't know why they're making the same thing for half the cost. Well, because you're paying your employees, the Chinese Communist Party, they're using their slave labor at the uh, re-education camps and the, uh, you know, I'm not saying they have slave labor at the, uh, you know, the Uyghur camps. Not saying that at all because, you know, you say certain things about certain countries, it gets you in trouble on the media and the, the YouTubes and the twatters and all that, which I have a fun, I have a fun twatter story <laughs> to replay here in just a minute. Um, but yeah, China's been infiltrating this for a long time. Uh, they figured out that, you know, we can't always get in close. <clears throat> Pardon me. We can't always get in close to the high levels of government. I mean, yeah, Diane Feinstein, her driver for 20 years was a Chinese spy. Um, now, he still denies it, but uh, Eric Swalwell, he uh, may have left his first wife for Fang Fang for two years. Now, he denies ever sleeping with her, although in her and Christine Fang's own writings, um, let's see, how can I delicately put this in a PG-13 format so that way I don't have to call this a, a, you know, a naughty episode. Um, He apparently liked uncomfortable places like in the back of a Volkswagen. Uh, so, I mean, maybe he's just kind of, she's making it up to, you know, sound like she's like a, a super high-speed honeypot for the Chinese government. I don't know, but we've allowed this to happen uh, during COVID, especially the initial 2020 breakouts of all that when we went on lockdowns here in the United States in China they were in Shanghai welding people in the buildings welding people into the buildings in Wuhan <clears throat> pardon me no I don't have COVID <clears throat> but All this is going on, and we got so caught up in what was going on in the United States, all of the pro-freedom protests in Hong Kong, you know, the people, you know, filling the streets with millions of umbrellas. They just vanished, gone. And meanwhile, China is suddenly... We have suddenly restored order in Hong Kong. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, didn't see that one happening because no one was showing it because we were too caught up with everything going on here. China is not our friend. Um, now, I do appreciate, of all the dumb things Donald Trump did while in office, I don't think I can ever forgive him for, you know, the lockdowns or, you know, the whole bump stock ban and 
red flag laws. First, you take the guns and then do process. It's marvelous, tremendous, tremendous plan. Cut down on gun violence, tremendous. But one of the big things he did, and I think it kind of backfired on our economy, was putting the tariffs on Chinese products. Yeah, they hit China, you know, in the pocketbook. But what happened to all the stuff in America? It was, the prices went up on stuff, you know, because of, you know, our tariffs. It was, <laughs> Kim asked, restored order. How many people were shot or disappeared for them to restore order? That is a darn good question. I guarantee you, Kim... Because it was because it was China, they were not part of the initial five thousand people who died of COVID. That number that held, you know, for like three years. It wasn't until like a couple weeks ago it finally jumped up to. Oh, here in China, we had eighty thousand deaths from COVID, and yeah, the tariffs that we put on. Did not, I mean, yeah, it hit them in the pocketbook, but they just turned around, they retaliated and put, you know, tariffs back on us, which, all right, for all of you dumb liberals, I'm going to explain things. Uh, If anyone is seeing the weird dark spot on my finger, watching this on YouTube, Rumble, or on the live stream, last week, so it's been two weeks ago, um, the door on my yard truck at work, it tried to bite my pinky off. And so I get to wave my hands around to see that dark spot. It's, it's, it's healing. They didn't have to reattach anything. It just broke a finger, made it, made it look ugly, but you know, everything's fine. Really? Really? No, seriously, it's fine. But so all this stuff would, it. I started seeing my finger on the playback on my, computer screen. It's like, yeah, train of thought derailed. Yeah. But yeah, all the, okay, that's right. That's what I was going to do. How the, uh, the, uh, tariffs situation works because the liberals who love to tax companies, I love companies should pay more in taxes. They should pay higher wages. They should blah, 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 all this stuff. Okay. Here's the thing. When you find a company, what do you, when a company pays taxes, they don't actually pay it out of their pocket. They pass those tariffs, those taxes, those fines, those penalties to their customers. Yes. So so anyone who uses a tobacco product, they will, they will tell you. There was a certain point in the early 2000s where... Tobacco products started to just go whoop, way up. <clears throat> Pardon me. Well, namely cigarettes. Um, smokeless tobacco um, kind of held steady for a long time, and it's only kind of gone up a little bit. Well, in comparison. But tobacco got really expensive, especially uh, those companies that were hit with massive fines of, you know, Brown Foreman, uh, you know, Philip Morris, Kraft. Well, Kraft owns Philip Morris now, but 
uh, Winston, all these brands, they got hit hard with fines and penalties and lost these billion dollar lawsuits over. You lied that, uh, that white cigarettes, uh, white cigarettes are less cancer causing. It was, it was after this that that's when fines started, the fines and all this started affecting the price of cigarettes at the end user, at the end user. And then what? And when Barack Obama, he signed a bill that uh, S-chip would, yep, which that's basically Medicaid for, for kids. S-chip would get funding from a tobacco tax. Well, uh, taxes paid by tobacco companies. And as one of my friends in radio, who is an avid smoker, well, my pack of cigarettes just went up another dollar today because it gets passed on. That's part of the reason why the Trump tariffs, well, they may have had some effect on China. China. They didn't have this huge effect where they, you know, started lowering their costs or stopped importing. They still sent their steel and aluminum to the United States. Granted, many times it got routed through other countries that didn't have tariffs. And it would get smelted down, re- rebuilt into ingots, or even just have a complete let set for three days, and suddenly this is now Argentinian steel. Maybe, you know, from an Argentinian recycling center or whatever. And so China is still selling their product but it goes through a an intermediary and the intermediary sells it to United States companies for more than they would have paid China outright, but China didn't want to get hit with the penalties. So then the price of steel goes up, right? Steel goes into everything. You own a car, there's steel in it. I know there's a lot of aluminum and fiberglass these days. There's still plenty of steel. Your refrigerators, your washing machines, your dishwashers, all this stuff. And the prices are going up. And it's like, huh, that uh, that steel uh, tariff is really working out so well for us. And this goes on. on a, a Barack Obama did a tariff on importing washing machines. And that tariff ended up. I think I think it came out to nine costing the American consumers nine hundred dollars a piece. I that's almost a full washing machine on top of replacing your old broke down washing machine. That that costs the American economy. These protectionist things this don't work. I mean. Let me get me started on the Jones Act because I know it's it's a, it's a crazy thought that you know if we have a U.S. territory that they can take 
ships directly into their ports instead of having to go to mainland United States, get offloaded, get reloaded onto another American-flagged vessel, and then sent to the U.S. territory. Ask people in Hawaii about how much they pay for a gallon of milk. It's crazy. Or I, I would hate to imagine American Samoa or Guam. These are, it all goes back to just being protectionist policies. You know, the Jones Act was made to protect the Longshoremen's Union as well as American boat manufacturers and all this. So Kim brings up a great point. We need to bring back manufacturing and making our own meds and trading with China. Did Guam uh, capsize? I, I, I need to get that soundbite and put it on my board. Uh, General, I'm concerned that the... Uh, Population of Guam will get a uh, top heavy and uh, capsize. Um, we do not anticipate that, Congressman. I mean, that's a great one of the greatest congressional clips. Hank Johnson. Oh my gosh, he's he's giving us Guam. He's giving us concern about the United States helium supply, and how will it affect birthday balloons, damn it? I mean, come on. Uh, what, what was the one just recently where he displayed his stunning intellect? Oh, my goodness. I I am just, I'm at a loss because he, he has just given us so many gems. But, oh man, Hank Johnson. What will we ever do when Hank Johnson is out of office? Whether he retires, he gets voted out. The inevitability that he stays in, I say inevitability, the possibility. Possibility. Let's use use right words here. The possibility that he just keeps getting reelected over and over and over again to the point where he earns himself a state, you know, a state funeral by dying in office. Um, what are we going to do when Hank's gone? <laughs> Kim says Hank is a self-made parody. Yes, he he is the Leslie Nielsen of of Congress. I swear to God. Except the difference is Leslie Nielsen, whether it's Frank Drebin whether it's any number of zany characters that he played over the years, which, you know, for a dramatic actor, that, that says something. Uh, that's at least how he got started. I remember watching the original uh, it Forbidden Planet, and it's like, hey, that's the guy from, that's the guy from uh, Naked Gun. They said Leslie Nielsen knew he was a parody. Hanky Poo, he he lacks the self awareness to realize it. But you darn people, you just get me. Oh yeah, when 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 Hank is uh, 
when when he's gone, who are we going to have who makes for excellent self parody? I mean, AOC, you know her her I'm a Southern Baptist preacher, just which I mean I go to a Southern Baptist church. My preacher does not bounce around like she was doing. She was up there on the pulpit, and she was a slamming her hand down and waving her hand in the air. Oh, my God. This is all about coming against a woman of color. Oh, my God. Preach it. Can I get an amen in the back? I mean, seriously. I think, you know, Rashida Tlaib, she was trying to cry on command. She, she was trying to. She was trying to get the tears work. The one gentlewoman is not recognized. Oh, you gotta get my voice. I give myself I'd be crying. No, you look like an idiot. I mean <laughs> Kim, did AOC culturally appropriate Southern Baptist? Um I have been to a black Baptist church, and I will definitely say there was some cultural appropriation going on there. I mean this is obviously, um, you know, Baptist face. But yeah, we'll call it that, Baptist face. Was that thing? It is now. But um, yeah, it, it, it was insane. We we have enough people in Congress who are such jokes as it is. I mean, it's too easy. I mean, how? How do you go to Congress, but you are so dumb? Adam Schiff was leaking classified information to the media about the, you know, impeachment hearings, about uh, Russiagate, this, that, and the other. And then he has the balls. He has the gonads to come out and say, that this is retaliation, that he was kicked off the foreign, the foreign services committee or the foreign intelligence community committee, please. Same thing with Eric Swalwell. Dude spent two years banging Fang Fang. He was on a Fang Fang Bang Bang, and then he is upset that. <gasps> <laughs> they kicked me off. I don't know why. Dude, between your proclivities of Chinese spies and sharting yourself on national TV, I mean, it, yeah, it may have been silent, but when you see him, oh my gosh, he is. He lacks all awareness. And then, oh, we have people threatening me. Dude, you were trying to get your ass kicked at the NFC Championship. And here's how I know you were trying to get your ass kicked at the NFC Championship. You posted a picture on Twitter of you and your San Francisco 49ers bullcrap in the middle of a bunch of Eagles fans. You are the person who wears a big sign that says, rob me, 
And then you go to the ghetto and then complain when you get robbed. And he's been doing this all over all over the medias, or social medias. I have this voicemail of someone making a threat. I have... I have this DM of someone saying mean things. And he's, he posts this stuff as like, dude, you come out and you say stuff that's basically, you know, insinuating nuking American citizens. And then you wonder why American citizens don't like you. And they say mean, hurtful things. You threaten them first. You freaking moron. No, you look like an idiot. Thank you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So I went to the break, and while the ads are playing, you probably hear me coughing into the mic because... I forgot to mute my microphone. Come back from the break. Forget to unmute my microphone. Ladies and gentlemen, I here is my whiskey glass. Notice it is dry. There is not even residue inside of it. You can't accuse me of partying hard, Wayne. Uh, uh, anyway, I, I was talking about uh, Twitter and their their stupidity. And, and, and I have, I have to go to this because it is so dumb. So earlier this evening, commenting on a friend's post where he was saying that he was going to go on. Oh my gosh! I, so my friend was talking about he was going to go on a you know a vision quest with Jack Daniels. Oh, okay, cool. I was uh, to which I responded, and this is me reading the tweet verb or my reply verbatim. Mine starts with dot dot dot. Maybe Jim Beam, maybe Whistlepig. Yeah, still undecided. At 10 p.m. Central, hashtag live stream, hashtag podcast, hashtag stay relentless, and then the link to this wonderful Twitch stream. And Twitter put a warning on it. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Twitter put a warning on that tweet. 
And the best part is I have to, yeah, click on it because it's like, hold on a second. We put a warning on these tweets because they might have sensitive content like nudity, sexual content, violence, gore, or hateful symbols. <clears throat> Pardon me. We know we don't get always get it right. So if you think we flagged your tweet by mistake, you can appeal the warning by clicking on each tweet. Keep in mind, this doesn't guarantee it will be removed. And, of course, me being me, I had to respond because it's the only thing you can do at that point. I had to appeal it. And, you know, it's like, this tweet does not contain this. This tweet does contain this, but there is additional context. It's like, well, okay, technically it's the first one, but I'm going to go with option three. Other. <laughs> Kim says the only nudity is the empty glasses. Indeed, indeed. But the, the response in my appeal is as follows. This tweet references two brands of whiskey, a link to my Twitch stream, or and a leak to my Twitch stream. If this silly thing will play, so I can actually see the whole ah, link to my Twitch stream. Text only, no images, much less any containing gore, violence, nudity, or other sensitive materials. You effing twats, except you know, again, PG thirteen. This is a family show. It's like, seriously. And I get it. I get it. Twitter wants to make sure people aren't putting crap up that, you know, may upset you. So we're just going, you know, that way people have to click on it. That way they know. And that, which, believe me, if anyone ever wants to see something on, doesn't want to see something on Twitter, they're not going to click on it. Nine times out of ten, you see that, you know, sensitive materials, sensitive content, police, viewer discretion is advised. Most people are going to go, huh, I wonder what that is. Click. Uh, maybe they're trying to Barbara Streisand affect me into more, you know, more interactions on Twitter. Oh, what do they, what do they write here? Oh my gosh, I'm going to hit the button. Oh no, it's an ad. It's, and it's even not even an ad. It's just me saying, hey, I'll be doing the same thing. Yeah, and here's Twitch, my live stream, so you can follow along. Yay! Yeah, Kim says she always clicks on it. So do I. Sometimes you don't like what you find on the other side of that click, but you know what? Sensitive content, like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. I mean, you click on it, and maybe it's like, oh, God, it's a big hairy guy. Gross. Or, ah, boobs. Was not expecting boobs. I'm going to look at this picture a little bit longer. Stop it. It's a joke. It's for the Internet. It's a joke. I know where you sleep at night. Stop judging me. 
poked right in the eyeball. Goober. But, yeah, for those of you listening on podcast, I just poked my camera and called whoever's looking at the other end of this, other end of this live stream, at their home, on their computer, in their phone, possibly their iPad. I called them a goober because they took my joke a little too far. And sometimes you find stuff that's like, ew, that's bloody. I'm going to look at it a little bit longer because I'm trying to figure out what did that used to be? <laughs> yes! I have unintentionally got a song stuck in somebody's head. <laughs> Kim, with that Gump impersonation, I have Weird Al's Gump parody stuck in her head. Ha <laughs> ha! Gump sat alone on a bench in the park. I could do this all day. Oh my goodness. But yeah, it's like, seriously. Who on the other end? I mean, and, and I get it. it it's, pro- it's either A, automated because <gasps> it's a Twitch stream. We don't know what they're doing on Twitch. Even though if it's gross or violent or nudity, sex, it's not going to air on Twitch anyways. But which is weird because this is not the first time I have shared twitch.tv slash Tyler Morgan show on Twitter. It's the first time it's ever gotten flagged as sensitive content. Which, you know, since the, uh, I, I try to watch what I say. I mean, the very first show of this year, I put, up I put up on YouTube to where it it lasted all like four hours before they said you were saying things about COVID and COVID vaccines that may or may not be true but we won't verify it so you can't air this (laughs) oh my goodness but yeah so now I I do have to be careful with what I say. Not that I'm trying to intentionally self-censor. I would like the uh, the interactions on the YouTubes and the Rumbles. Be sure to subscribe to youtube.com slash at the Tyler Morgan Show. Hit the little red subscribe button. Or maybe it's on this side of the, maybe it's on this side of the screen. I don't it's it's somewhere on the screen, damn it. Hit the little red subscribe button, smack the bell, you get alerted whenever the show comes up. Uh, self-promotion in the middle of the show. God bless America. Or to quote Yakov Smirnoff, what a country! Uh, 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 uh. I, I, I can't do a Yakov laugh. I've seen him. I've actually seen him in Branson. I can't do the laugh, though. See, if you have a chance to go to Branson and see Yakov, he actually does a pretty good show. Dude loves America. Um, that's all you can really, all you can really do. So just just go watch a dude who loves America, you know, came here, you know, during, you know, from, I think, I think he was actually from Ukraine when he came here from the Soviet Union back in the late seventies. But, um, yeah, he. But he came here, and he built a life just out of making jokes about Mother Russia. You know, in Mother Russia, you don't watch TV. 
TV watches you. Eh, eh, eh. Yeah. But he goes on, and he takes up painting. And you go into the theater, and you go to the gift shop. There's paintings everywhere. There, most of them are reproductions, and you know he owns the originals. And then the coolest thing is <clears throat> there are swatches of the mural that hang over Ground Zero after 9-11. He painted the picture that was blown up and put on that mural to hang over Ground Zero because he was watching he was watching the relief efforts go on you know even that same day and he started painting and so then he when he finished the painting and he sent it to be blown up so it could be hung up over the uh you know over the site he left his name off of it he did not sign it it was it was four or five years before he finally came out and said, yeah, I, I painted that picture. Here's the original. And he's just an amazing man. So, like I say, if you get a chance, go see him. He is awesome. Um, all right, so I'm going to get ready to wrap it up. I know it's, it's a little early, but I, I, I'm closing on a personal note here because – It has been four years since I, you know, worked up the uh, nerve to start this podcast. You know, originally as a half-hour podcast, the, you know, Relentless Daring. And in, in four years, I've come a long way with this. I, it's, taken, it's taken almost four years, but I finally broke the 10,000 downloads, Mark. Not, not like 10,000 a day. I mean... 10,000. <laughs> I got there, damn it. I'm there. Yeah, I made something. But there's a, a catalyst. There's there's always a catalyst that gets somebody going, you know, I'm thinking about doing this, and then that pushes them over the edge. Um, In 2016, 18, when I was driving over the road, I had an idea for doing a podcast that was going to be, you know, looking, you know, breaking things down by the numbers, just complete, you know, numbers wonk. And yeah, it's like I had all these ideas, but I just really couldn't figure out a way to focus everything. And my morning routine every day, if I was in the East Coast, if I was the Eastern time, get up at 5 a.m., you know, mid, you know, Central time, get up at 6, the occasional mountain time, be able to get up at uh, 7, and I would listen to the morning blaze on Blaze Radio Network with host Doc Thompson. And ask anyone who knew Doc. I unfortunately did, never had the pleasure of knowing Doc. I feel like I know him just from the hours I've spent listening to him, 
whether it's on the Blaze or uh, Mojo Five O. But if you were an entrepreneur, he would give you all the all the reasons in the world why you should do something. If you had an idea, he would push you on how to make that idea happen. If you had a dream, he would work with you to make it come to fruition. That's who he was. He he was the consummate entrepreneur. He left the blaze to start Mojo 5.0. He helped get products that are now routinely advertised on TV famous. Um, relief factors on the blaze. The morning blaze was the first place I ever heard it advertised. Um, there, there's a cleaning solution. Um, gummit. I hear ads for it every stinking day, but I remember when doc would have the lady who started it come on the morning blaze and he would talk to her, and he helped make her product to the point where it's, you know, it has an Amazon store. You can buy it on Amazon. It's advertised still on the Blaze. This is who he was. He loved new voices. Part of wanting, part of the reason why he started uh, Mojo Five O was to give some of these new voices a shot. Uh, you had guys like Dominic Izzo, who I'm not a huge fan of Izzo, but his show is his show. And Doc's like, you know what? He's 100% honest about who he is. As long as he keeps it mostly in check, he's got a spot here. And, you know, Brad Staggs, he, you know, He's bounced around. He's done a million jobs in television and radio, and now he is now the host of the morning, well, the morning blaze, uh, Mojo Five O, uh, the morning Mojo. <clears throat> Pardon me. And and all this is because of one man, who would push people, you know, out of their comfort zones. He would encourage them. You know if. Someone had questions and was feeling doubt. Doc was there to push everyone forward. Yep. And it was four years ago uh, tomorrow, January 5th, that we lost Doc. I've checked the couch cushions. He's just, he's just not there. They say he's on the roof with the Frisbeetarians. Um, to the people who knew Doc, the people who listened to Doc, it was a tragic, tragic loss. And he he's a voice that a lot of people will... We'll try to replace, but they never will. And damn it, Doc. We miss you. 
I, I, I get on Facebook every now and then Twitter and, you know, his wife, Yuna, I mean, they just had a beautiful baby boy not too long before he passed and, and, and seeing baby, seeing baby wit grow up, you know, on so on social media, I mean, doc has just left behind so much good. He's helped so many people out. I I wish I could have had the opportunity to, you know, if I started this podcast before he died, to be able to send him audio and be like, hey, how can I make this better? Do you have, you know, I'm new to all of this. What are some tips from a guy who's been in radio for 20 friggin' years? Which don't get me wrong. Um, when I first started this, I was trying to, I tried reaching out to Mojo Five O. I uh, got with uh, Ron Phillips over there, and I told Ron, you know, I was I was an Army NCO. I know you were an Air Force NCO. All criticism is constructive, so be be honest with me. If if I suck, tell me I suck. If you think I'm good but need you know areas where I can improve. Tell me, because that's the kind of stuff Doc would do. He would he wouldn't sugarcoat. I I wish I could have had Doc's input on this. You know how you know how to set up audio, be able, you know, where I can find you know free music, which it took me forever to find good free music that doesn't get me hit with the you know YouTube uh, uh, DMCA strike DCMA strike. Which they were never, they were never hard strikes. They're always, well, you can, you can, uh, you can contest it. It's like, dude, I'm using the audio that's available on GarageBand. Okay. That's where I got it from. But yeah, it was, oh, it would have been so much easier having someone like Doc to bounce this off of. And Doc, Again, we love you. We miss you. Thank you for, you know, the hours of laughs, um, the angry doc rants that would make us smile and go, (laughs) wow, he's on one. Or all of us that now question over uh, COVID-19 in the last three years, would we have finally seen Doc Thompson naked in a clock tower, completely losing his mind? Doc, God bless you. Good night, wherever you are. On Young, you went home. The Tyler Morgan Show is a relentless, daring media production. The Tyler Morgan Show is supported by its listeners. To support the show, go to ko-fi.com slash Tyler Morgan Show to donate there or relentlessdaring.com and hit the donate button at the top of the page to set up your donation. All music used in the Tyler Morgan Show is used with permission from purpleplanet.com. Link in the show notes. 2 Timothy 1-7.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 